Welcome back to Scarlet and Maze. I'm Adam. I'm Zach. What's up? We're going to start off again with the closer of the two games. Yeah. Ohio State 21, Northwestern 7. Yeah. Well, so the weather was wild in this one. Mm -hmm. It was a unique weather situation. There were wind gusts recorded up to 80 miles per hour in the area. It sustained winds over 30 miles per hour. It. I don't really have much to say about this game. Um, do I think the weather impacted the game? Yeah, for sure. I feel like that's pretty obvious. Before the before the game and the warm-ups, there was a clip of uh, Ohio State attempting a field goal, and it legit looked like the football hit a wall in the mid in the in midair, and it just dropped straight down. And I was like, wow. Um, so yeah, it's tough to pass in that kind of condition, especially when you're a pass first offense like Ohio State. It's going to be tough to get your hop- offense rolling. But with nine minutes to go in the third quarter, Mayan he was Travion was out for this game, so he was the lead back and had most of the carries. Um, he had 12 carries for only 21 yards, but he finished the game with 111, so they figured it out after there, getting the quarterback run involved, which we hadn't seen all year. I mean, we hadn't I, seen in his career, really, right? Well, so there was a game um, when he was still the backup when he came mm-hmm. in and ran a read option and ran for like a 50-yard touchdown. It was actually his first career touchdown, I believe. Mm. Um, but coming into that game this season, he had negative three rushing yards. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, was, it helped him... Getting him going helped the run game get going, and I, I'll be interesting to see if that's something they continue to use or if it's just something they'll use to get the run game going again. Um, but I think either way, it is something that is um, that's on film now, and other teams will have to look for it coming into the games now. Yeah. So, I mean, here's the thing: Northwestern quarterback Brendan Sullivan had two more yards on twelve fewer attempts. Zach. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> C.J. Stroud completed thirty-eight percent of his passes, but Sullivan completed seventy-one percent. Yeah. I'm not trying to say Sullivan is better than Stroud. I haven't been drinking, uh, but I was <laughs> wondering if you can admit that maybe C.J. Stroud just isn't good if the weather is suboptimal at all. Yeah. So that's like a narrative that Michigan loves to push because of one little thing said in the post-game press conference. Uh, even in the Michigan game, I he. I think last year C.J. Shaw played a fine game. Yeah, he, he got a lot of empty yards. Yeah, he threw for three hundred ninety-four yards and he two had a touchdowns. Good, he had a good completion percentage. Threw for two touchdowns. I don't it's not think a lot. I was being kind of facetious. When yeah, I said, two touchdowns from a quarterback is fine. Um, it should be plenty. You in, like Ohio State? Yeah, and two touchdowns <laughs> is okay. I think it's fine. All right. Like I mean, I don't think it was Keep necessarily it <laughs> on his inability to throw the ball in the weather. Of why Ohio State couldn't finish drives against Michigan. He had a bummy time. Goodness gracious. (laughs) But to me, that's not even the the alarming thing about what happened in this game, Zach. To me, the fact that Northwestern's offense was more predictable than Ohio State's, they had way fewer passes, yet Evan Hall basically kept pace with Mayan Williams. We've seen it enough times where Ohio State looks vulnerable against a lesser team, and then they come out and that weakness is not there in the game and they destroy Michigan. Yeah. So I'm not saying that this is something that's going to bite them in the game I do think or that they're soft or weak in the trenches, whatever, but I do think it's something to keep an eye on. I do think that um, the y- total yards, at least, was a little bit skewed because of the fact that um, Ohio State's defense came out real sluggish. They were not playing well at all to start the game, and that included a very long touchdown drive by Northwestern. That was a huge chunk of those total yards that they had, and there were a few other drives where they got some decent yards in there where Ohio State really's defense had not shown up yet where they um, got a lot of yards there. But 
after their first touchdown and after the first quarter, really, Northwestern didn't really get a lot of yards, didn't get a, didn't score any touchdowns, didn't score any points after that. So I think once Ohio State's defense kind of woke up a little bit, they got it together. Yeah. I mean, I'm, to be honest, I'm hoping for weather to be at least minimally suboptimal for the game so yeah. that Stroud looks like a poor man's Peyton Thorne again, yeah, I think like he did on Saturday. I think it's funny because, like, like, Michigan fans seem to be pushing the narrative, like, Ohio State, oh, they're all worried about the weather. They keep <laughs> checking the weather for the game. But it really seems like it's Michigan fans that want the weather to be bad. Maybe we're looking out for you. Because, honestly, honestly even, if, even if the weather was this crazy for the game, sure, I'd be less confident than I am than I would be if the weather was completely normal. But I still would feel good about Ohio State's chances in that game. Okay. A fun stat. Mm-hmm. Michigan, um, despite Ohio State struggling the last three games against Iowa, Penn State, and um, Northwestern in the run game, they are only averaging two-tenths less of a yard per carry than Michigan. So worse? <laughs> Barely worse. Barely okay, worse than Ohio State's pass first offense. Here's a good stat for you. Northwestern outgained Ohio State in this game. Okay. It was only by two yards, but, like, it's Northwestern. Yeah. They both played in the same weather. There, Whatever. But Ohio State lost in the trenches and all yeah. that, but, but they still won by 14. 14 with, with zero against turnovers, that team. With zero turnovers from either team in the game. I saw You stat. lost in the trenches, and there were, but and Northwestern had more total yards, but Ohio State won by 14. So where did they where did they really lose? I saw in, in the, they, they had a moral loss. I saw a stat, <laughs> a fact, that Northwestern has not won in this country since October of last year. Yeah, and they I, uh, never had the lead after the first quarter. After the but second they order. shouldn't have ever. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Look, I promised I was going to rein in my tweets of the week, but there's a couple that I wanted to share here so they don't count. Okay. The first is from at Internet Raj. It says, Ohio State spent the f- entire offseason talking about how they've toughened up into a hardened callus of toughness after getting spanked by Michigan, and now it turns out their arch nemesis is a stiff breeze. <laughs> Stiff breeze. The second one, the second Stiff one is breeze. from Scott Bell. I can't believe there's a special kind of win in Evanston that causes Ohio State to lose in the trenches. Yeah, Ohio State lost in the trenches. Look, if if Rather. I would have told you before the game, that Northwestern is going to outgain Ohio State. Ohio State will still win by fourteen. You would not be excited. This like I mean, you're not. Uh, if you would have told me before the like. I, wasn't you can't be heartened by this in what way am i supposed to be excited for a game against northwestern oh they're gonna win by 70 am i excited for that look if you're not (laughs) more excited about a 70 point win than you are about a 14 point win against this high school team i don't know what to tell you so what's the excitement supposed to be because like if Ohio State my wins, point is that I don't know that there should be excitement about this past game. My, I don't think there should be excitement. I don't. I'm not saying that, but I don't think there's anything to really take away from this game. Like Northwestern was able to stack the box. Ohio State's a pass first offense. When you can't get the pass game going, it's going to be tough to get the run game going. I do think that there was some struggles in the run game, partly because of play calling at times and because guys weren't winning in the trenches at times. But they did win in the trenches at times too because they won the game. My, they scored touchdowns. Northwestern it, scored one touchdown. Ohio State scored three touchdowns. Ohio State won in the trenches. My point is that it should have been 100% of the time against this team. Northwestern is so bad. Let's move on. It's fine. But but I I do think, like, these are are young kids. They're young. 
Like, mm-hmm. we're both older than almost every person playing in college football. I'm not older than Hendon Hooker, Stetson <laughs> Bennett, but <laughs> um, probably every Ohio State starter I'm older than. And, like, the, they're not they're not necessarily going to come in with the right mindset every game like an NFL player maybe would. And, like, I'm not going to, like, take away a struggle in the first half and a windstorm where, like... It's a team like Northwestern, where you're not ex- you're not expecting to have to play at your best and win win on win in the trenches 100 percent of the time because you think oh we can just dish it out to Marvin Harrison Jr. right quick or we can just dish it out to Mecca Ibuka or anybody else you know yeah so no, like not not like, every team is good at running the ball I get that <laughs> uh, Michigan 52 exactly Rutgers 17 yeah so honestly at halftime I thought there might be more to say here but. Yeah. I, it was more that I was pissed because I was getting ready to talk so much about Ohio State. Yeah. And then as, uh, at halftime, I couldn't. As an Ohio State fan, at that time, after hearing the crap from Alabama fans on Twitter, hearing the crap from Clemson fans on Twitter, hearing the crap from Michigan fans on Twitter about how much Ohio State struggled, the halftime score of that game of then Clemson and Alabama lo- losing was glorious. It was a great way to finish the day. And yeah. Yeah, but, whatever. Yeah. Michigan outscored Rutgers 28 nothing in the third quarter and there's 38 nothing for the game. Yeah. But they've now outscored all opponents 84 to 6 in the third quarter this season. Impressive. That's insane. Yeah. Blake Corum got his 15th rushing touchdown in this game, the fastest to get to 15 since Anthony Thomas in the year 2000. Blake Corum for Heisman. Um doubt it. We'll see. He's going to be in New York, Michigan State fans. He barely has more rushing touchdowns than Mayan Williams, and Mayan Williams has missed multiple games and struggled against Northwestern. That's great. Uh, Blake Corm didn't struggle against anybody, so that's <laughs> fun. I'm developing a theory, though, for real, that J.J. McCarthy just starts slow and then gets more accurate as the game get, goes on. But I did think that there were a ton of drops in this game for some reason. There was a rumor that a lot of guys were sick. Blake Corm was puking all over the field and sideline. He would come off the field for long stretches. Uh, I thought a few guys looked out of it, including possibly JJ. He seemed, he's always like he tries to be like zen, but he seemed lifeless a little bit. I didn't realize, I know he does that like meditation thing yeah. in the, right by the, on the goal po- leaning against the goal post or whatever. I didn't realize he does that barefoot. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Well, at either. least I saw a picture of it from last week, and it was barefoot, and I was like, gross. He's a weird guy. Uh, <laughs> Makes well, sense that he plays for Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jim Harbaugh said he reminds him of a young Jimmy Harbaugh. Uh, Luke Who's Schoonmaker, <laughs> yeah, Luke Schoonmaker <laughs> had a, a few of these drops, and he's normally yeah. very sure-handed. So you're saying, we'll see. So you're saying you shouldn't expect somebody to play at 100% when, when they're ill. Here's the deal. Did Ohio State have any drops in the game? Yeah. In the game last year, they had some drops? Yeah, for sure. I don't think they did. I, they had a... Like, you, like, you've talked about how many yards they had, how well their offense did. No, I legit... legit and then to reverse back. it and go, but they didn't They didn't play as well as they could have because of they just got shut... It was bend and don't break, and it worked. Sure. They Ohio State gained a lot of yards and not Yeah, but not I, I mean, I think, I think it was more like 27 points should be plenty enough points to win the game. Like, is that out of character for Ohio State? Yeah, but I don't think you are going to say, oh, Ohio State, because they kicked so many field goals, that's why they lost. It's lo- they lost I mean, because, it is. <laughs> no, they, what, the reason they lost is because they couldn't stop Hassan Haskins. But... If the Ohio State offense actually Michigan scored, scored points, every drive in the second half. Yeah, I think did. the defense is the issue there, not the offense. That's going to make a great clip. Yeah? 
Just you saying Michigan scored on every drive. I will say this about the flu, like, about being sick in general. If, like, I might be a little bit more of a wuss than a Division I athlete, but if I have the flu and it's freezing cold out, I... I don't even feel like moving, let alone tackling Hassan Haskins. I mean, your but. immune system is probably not quite as good yeah, as these sure. peak athletes, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, and I, I will say this too: <laughs> Ohio State. What does what does my immune system have to do with them being sick or not? Oh, like they're, they're, they're just healthier people okay. than you and I. That's all. But they were sick, so I think them sick is better than me healthy. Is all I'm yeah, saying. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, but I will say this too, like, if even, let's say hypothetically Ohio State had an illness going on, great. Yeah. They looked like they didn't to me. They looked good for the most part uh, in the game. They were gaining yards. They were just getting stopped. Where in this game, they would show faces and it was like, I mean, Blake Corham threw up like 18 times. It's ridiculous. It was disgusting. But whatever. Uh, regardless of the drops... We are running out of time to see the supposed air raid capabilities yeah. that Michigan supposedly said that they well, have. McCarthy's his completion percentage really wasn't that much better than C.J. Stroud's. No, it wasn't this week. Like, what? What was? Do you have that on hand? What his stats no, were? He had a cold, dude. Yeah. Okay. No, Michigan. <laughs> regardless, Michigan won. It ended up being in dominant fashion. I don't. It's yeah. Whatever. It, it was only close because of uh, some weird things in the first half, like that block punt. Like, I yeah. mean, oh, I was never really worried they were going to lose the game. I thought I it was forgot, a matter of time. I forgot about the block punt, and I saw on Twitter that Shiano stole from uh, Olave's block punt against Michigan. Huh. It was the same thing where the so the snapper usually snaps the ball and just runs. Yeah, it was Olave when they did it. Um, f- like started on the edge. Uh, then moved to the middle and sprinted up the middle to block it, and that's exactly what Rutgers did in that game. Interesting. So that's a problem that Jim Harbaugh. Right Harbush when they snapped it, out. I was like, "Is there a flag or something? Like, it, did a whistle blow? Like immediately, I was like, "No, no, 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 no." Yeah, but, uh, it was no good. Uh, so I've said it off air, but I don't think I've said it on the show. Uh, but this season really reminds me of 2015, 2016 Michigan. So 2015. I I've said it. <laughs> 2015 was Harbaugh's first year. They've won. They won a ton of close games, including a hilarious goal line stand against Minnesota, where Tracy Clays was the acting head coach. They could have run multiple plays, but they let the clock run down because he wanted one final play to beat Michigan, and then they got stopped at the goal line. Ridiculous. But Michigan finished the year in 2015 with 10 wins after the bowl game. Then in 2016. Michigan blew out a ton of teams, except obviously Iowa and Ohio State. Yep. And if you ask Michigan State, they were defeated with dignity. But yep. last year, uh, Michigan pulled out close, close games against Rutgers, Nebraska, and Penn State. I'll get into it a little bit more with my tweet of the week, but that has not been the case this year, as Michigan has won easily for the most part, even in games where they quote-unquote struggled. Yeah, it was a single-digit single win against Maryland. They did. Maryland scored with not enough time to <laughs> make it even a real threat. But well, I mean, they were in it most of the game, and I'm sure they went down 14 in the fourth it, quarter. In but it, but losing by multiple scores, sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Scarlet and so, May's so, so pick standings. Northwestern, Ohio State, Northwestern was in it. Lost by multiple scores. Look, Northwestern shouldn't have been in it after the first five minutes, even with the wind. But Maryland should have been. Yeah, Maryland's got Talia, bro. Oh, brother. 
Scarlet and Rays pick standings. <laughs> it was late. Uh, I went six and three this week because so, of the so you're saying, bonus points. So you're saying Michigan pulled away because Talia got hurt? No, the backup scored. <laughs> that was frustrating. Uh, I'm seventy four and twenty three overall. You went five and two. You're seventy four and nineteen overall. Yeah. These bonus points are skewing the the numbers. If you're confused, why you gained half a percentage point in the lead? I'm at seventy six percent. You're seventy nine and a half percent. Just a reminder: we don't go by total wins. We go by percentage. We're tied with wins. You're winning percentage right now. <sighs> Big Ten takeaways. Illinois outgained Michigan State 441 to 294 and still lost despite Mel Tucker trying his absolute hardest to lose that game. Up eight with a minute 10 left. Third and goal from the nine. Mel Tucker took an intentional delay of game, then called a timeout for some reason. (laughs) The delay of game backed him up to the 14. Then he called a pass, which was broken up, incomplete, stopping the clock with 106 left when it could have kept running because Illinois was out of timeouts. Then they missed the field goal that would have put the game out of reach, and Illinois used the minute that shouldn't have been there to get all the way down to the Michigan State 27 before running out of time. Unreal. Uh, Because Illinois lost to Michigan State, if Illinois loses again to Purdue on Saturday, the winner of Iowa-Wisconsin becomes the front runner for the Big Ten West. Yeah. Uh, Brian Ferentz maybe gets a lifetime contract for Iowa as the offensive coordinator, if they pull that off. (laughs) Yeah. Just disgusting. The Big Ten West is awful. What do you got? (laughs) Well, it's just funny that um, this is just – was made me think of Iowa's offense. They're the running back one offensive player of the week in the Big Ten in a week that Michigan played mm-hmm. Rutgers and Ohio State played Northwestern, two of the worst teams in the Big Ten. An Iowa player win offensive player of the week. It's yeah. hilarious. Um, so, yeah, I was like, what, what the crap? Illinois. Um, Purdue now has a chance to make it most likely a four way tie for the um, first into West, West Division with the leader coming from the um, winner of the Wisconsin Iowa game. Um, Assuming Minnesota beats Northwestern, it would be a four-way tie between Illinois-Purdue, the winner of the Wisconsin-Iowa game, and Minnesota. Um, but nice. just just to have a tiebreaker for whoever gets smoked by Ohio State. Or Michigan, yeah. Uh, the Big Ten West is the only Power 5 division where the best team has at least two losses. Wow. Gross. Uh, from that to the rapid-fire turd-pile picks. If you would have told me that week one, I would have believed you. Yeah, that's so gross. Uh, Purdue at Illinois. I actually got the Boilermakers here. I I think Illinois is going to bounce back. I think the um, Drake album curse dropping. (laughs) Michigan State somehow wins every game when when Drake drops an album. It was supposed to drop. Him and Tony's 21 Savage album was supposed to drop before the Michigan-Michigan State game. It got delayed a week. Maybe that's why they were so mad in the tunnel. Yeah, probably. Um, So I think that curse got to them. I think they bounced back this week. Zach, did you know before today that the situation was once an honorary captain at a Michigan State football game? I did not. Fun fact. There's a picture of him with Tom Izzo on the field. (laughs) Did you know that I met Mike the situation once? Why? (laughs) So it's actually kind of a long story. Another time. (laughs) Another time then. Anyway, so this is Rutgers where. It's not that long of a story. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> well, so he was on this TV show, and my sister just liked the hair and makeup for it, and 
Yeah. Ah, yeah. And crazy. So I got to meet Mike the situation in eighth grade. Yeah, that was a long story. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know if it was smart for my parents to have their eighth grade son around Mike the situation, but yeah. Uh, so the situation was from New Jersey. Yeah. But he's an honorary captain at Michigan State. So this is the Axe Body Spray presents the Situation Bowl. <laughs> Uh, the loser just gets sprayed in the eyes with Axe body spray. <laughs> Rutgers at Axe Michigan State. Axe. Oh. Same thing. <laughs> Rutgers at Michigan State. I got Michigan State, unfortunately. Yeah, I've got Michigan State as well. Yeah. Rutgers get ready to get sprayed in the eyes. <laughs> Maryland at Penn State. I got Penn yeah, State. Yeah, Penn State. Wisconsin at Iowa. I got Wisconsin. I got Iowa. Man, I, what, what? I feel like every time I pick against Iowa, I lose, but... Yeah, and then I hear from some friends in Iowa about it. But yeah, I, I mean it's, it's hard to win at Kinnick, and with the interim head coach, I don't. I, I should have checked the game time. Is this a night game? I think it's three thirty. I have no idea. Northwestern <laughs> at Minnesota. No one can can pick Northwestern. Right, but the real question is: Does Minnesota blow them out worse than Ohio State did? <laughs> Probably. On to the varsity games. Minnesota. Indiana, yeah, Minnesota. Uh, Indiana at Ohio State. Ohio State's favored by 41, but should we flip those numbers yeah, maybe make it if there's a yeah. slight breeze? Uh, yeah, Ohio State's going to kill them. Yeah, did you check the weather? Because I didn't. I actually did, and it's <laughs> it's supposed to be a beautiful day, so Ohio yeah. State will roll. Uh, Nebraska at Michigan. I didn't even say my pick. Who you got? I got Ohio State. Jeez. Dang it. I thought I was going to make up another point there. <laughs> Nebraska might be down to their backup uh, quarterback. Point They're going to decide today, <laughs> which is Tuesday. Uh, but Michigan's favored by 29. I don't think it'll be Why are they deciding today? Close. They said if he doesn't practice, uh, then he's out. Can he practice tomorrow? I don't know. You'd have to ask the interim head coach. Okay. Uh, uh, you're going to let me pick? Michigan. I got Michigan. By a lot. Okay, <laughs> game of the week. Uh, this is we are recording right before the uh, the new comfortable playoff. Uh, poll. Yeah, the poll comes out. So TCU at the time of recording is seventh. They'll probably be fourth or fifth. Yeah. Uh, at Texas, Texas fa- is favored by seven. Yeah. I got Texas by four because your boy Quinn Ewers. Yeah, I think uh, Quinn has played well this season, and uh, I really like Bijan Robinson. Both guys that got away from Ohio State. Um, I like I like Texas by seven in this one. All right, hope it's closer. Uh, on a basketball for a little bit, just for a little bit because they yeah. started, but only technically. So Michigan yeah. tipped off against Purdue Fort Wayne on Monday and won seventy five fifty six. I was actually able to go to this game. Um, there was a, the student section held up a sign at one point that said <laughs> Fort Wayne. And they held it up. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, Hunter That's Dickinson awesome. had twenty two and twelve, but man. Jet Howard. Oh, he had 30 in the exhibition. What? Against Purdue. They must have had a pretty good big guy, huh? Purdue Fort Wayne? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming Purdue Fort Wayne, oh, Purdue. Yeah. What's the difference? They probably had a decent they, big guy. I mean, guy, yeah, right? they struggled. But <laughs> the, really, it was Jet Howard. He had 30 in the exhibition uh, with six threes on eight attempts. Yeah. Then put up 21 on Monday, but he also had five assists. Wow. So he essentially has been the shooter that a lot of Michigan fans were hoping Caleb Houston would be, but except he's way better playmaking also so hopefully he keeps it up but his dad makes him come back to school next year at least uh also duke transfer joey baker is a great piece to have coming off the bench as just a shooter it was crazy to see the spacing around hunter dickinson when there were actual threats to shoot threes around him um offensively i think this team is going to be pretty crazy at times defensively i'm worried that they're going to be a little too much like iowa 
they might get into some Iowa shootouts. Football. Iowa <laughs> basketball, which hilariously Dude, is the exact opposite. Yeah, if of Iowa, Iowa football. football had Iowa basketball's offense, Fran McCaffrey for offensive coordinator. There you go. Uh, Michigan <laughs> plays Amani Bates in Eastern Michigan on Friday, I wow. think, at Little Caesars Arena. Hopefully he doesn't bring any guns. Uh, and then <laughs> Pitt next Wednesday. So it gets serious-ish pretty quick for a minute. Yeah. Uh, they have a couple uh, out-of-town things, too, yeah. but um, they, they do play a few more crappy teams. But Ohio State hosted Robert Morris on Monday, and then they host Charleston Southern on Thursday. Thursday, so we have a little more time with Ohio State basketball. Yeah. But, Zach, what are you looking to learn out of Thursday's game? Um, well, so I want to backtrack a little bit. So um, in the preseason, before the season started, they had a little, like, uh, it's just, I think, a hype-up thing for Ohio State, like a blacktop outside thing where fans could come and watch. And they had a three-point contest there in Zed Key, big guy who in his career has never attempted a three-point attempt coming into the season was participated in the three-point contest, and I was like, well, that's funny. Maybe he's going to shoot threes this year. I watched him in the three-point contest, and I was like, nope, he's not shooting threes this year. But guess what the first basket of Ohio State season was this year? A three-pointer from Zed Key. And he hit another one, too, and he missed the <laughs> third one, but he is a, a 66% career three-point percentage shooter now, and I think that's huge for the Buckeyes going into the season, being able to spread the floor out. Um when if, I didn't, if he can maintain to. that percentage, yeah, they're gonna win the whole thing. <laughs> even if even at half that percentage, thirty three percent, I would take that all day. Yeah, Zed Key. Um, I do think what I'm looking forward to most Thursday is so in this game on Monday, Eugene Brown was out. He's one of the very few players that played last year that are back, including Justice Suing, who didn't really play last year. I mean, he played in like I think one or two games, but um. So it's a lot of new guys, a lot of guys that haven't played much together, and I think I'm looking forward to them continue to play together. And they they played well. They shot the ball really well overall from three. Not even just Zed Key. They shot over 50% of the game. So it'll be interesting to see if that's something that they can sustain. If that's something that they're going to live and die by, or because they won by a lot and they shot the ball well from three. So it'll be interesting to see um, how that goes. I loved seeing Tanner Holden coming off the bench, and he was five for five in the game and played really well. Then. Likely the um, guard from Oklahoma State, the transfer, he really filled up the stat sheet well, having a lot of assists, a lot of rebounds, and a decent amount of points. But yeah, um, I just just assuming had twenty points in this game. It's good. It looked like his looked like he was his old self when he, in this game, which yeah, you wouldn't necessarily expect in game, first game back from a season long injury. Yeah, but, uh, things no one is talking about. Yeah, so I actually have two, so I'll go first, and you go one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Nick Saban lost Alabama the game. When they scored a <laughs> touchdown to take a lead in the fourth quarter, before the extra point, they were up 21-17. to 17. Saban decided to go for two, where if they would have got it, they would be up six. And if they would just kick the extra point, they'd be up five. Either way, if LSU scores a touchdown, all Alabama would need is a field goal. But instead of just kicking the extra point... They went for two and did not get it, so then that made their field goal at the end of the game a game-tying field goal opposed to a game-winning field goal, and like Saban lost in the game. Insane. Yeah. My thing no one is talking about. Tom Izzo said this about a group of Michigan State football players jumping two solo Michigan players. If it starts good, it wouldn't have ended bad. That's my stick-up for Mel in our program. I get tired of Michigan State always looking like the bad guy. There's been other bad guys. 
Okay, those other bad guys must include that list of players that I mentioned last episode because surely he's not blaming Jamon Green for wanting to see his truck driver dad before he had to get back on the road to put food on the table, right? Right? It's definitely not in the Michigan State culture to do some heinous garbage and then victim blame, right? Uh, You can watch the last episode if you need the long, sad list of players uh, from Michigan State accused of physical and or sexual assault since 2010. And you left some out. And I did, Miles Bridges. If you stick up for your guys literally all of the time, sometimes you're going to be on the wrong side. Bumblebee tuna, Tom. That's a bad look. Bumblebee tuna. I've never heard it's that before. Ace Ventura? I don't know. I must YouTube. have heard that before because I've seen Ace Ventura. It's just been a while. I yeah. should watch it again. Yeah. It's a good movie. Um, oh, yeah. So my other one is in every single top 15 matchup this season, the home team has won except for one. Do you know who that was? Penn State. It was Ohio State at, at Penn, Penn State. State yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Ohio State's the one team in the entire country that has a road win against the top 15 team. Nobody's really talking about that. Mm, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, tweet of the week. Yeah, so this is from at Mr. Ohio. Uh, since 1952, Ohio State is 58-2-2 against Indiana. Ohio State is currently on a 27-game win streak against the Hoosiers. That's just Man. crazy. 62 attempts, they've won twice. Yeah, that's that's disgusting to the point where Tom Izzo would probably publicly defend it. Yeah. But... <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> My tweet of the week is from Drew Hallett, writer from the Wolverine Mag. Mm-hmm. Michigan is the only team in the country that has not been tied or trailed in the fourth quarter of a game this season. Opponents have had the ball for only two total drives, five total plays, with a chance to tie or take the lead against Michigan in the fourth quarter. Wow. Man, it's pretty impressive. It's going to be sad when they are trailing by 30 against Ohio State. <laughs> Uh, precious Zach with your little (laughs) dreams Uh, with that uh, we'll see you next week but until then go blue go Buckeyes